section forty nine of italy france spain and portugal this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the world story volume five italy france spain and portugal edited by eva march tappan section forty nine the death of jeanne d'arc fourteen hundred and thirty one by mary rogers bangs after the coronation of charles the seventh joan of arc pleaded to be allowed to return to her home even though she declared that her voices had given her no commands to do more and that her power had ended the french had no idea of giving up such a leader and charles insisted upon her remaining with the army from that hour she met little but failure and in fourteen hundred and thirty she was captured by the duke of burgundy and given up to the english she was brought before the inquisition and tried as a sorceress in the church court was declared guilty and was burned at the stake this was in fourteen hundred and thirty one in eighteen hundred and seventy five the question of her canonization was considered in nineteen hundred and two she was proclaimed venerable a step on the way to being accepted as a saint the editor at about nine o'clock she mounted the tumbrel which should bear her to the old market a square not far from the river she wore a long black robe and a woman's coif massieu and la venue rode with her and several scores of english soldiers armed with battle-axes and swords formed the guard the story goes that loiseleur jumped on the cart as it was moving and begged her forgiveness weeping bitterly and that the guards drove him off and would have slain him later if warwick had not interfered that may have been part of the legend which grew up at rouen after her death when those who had part in it were pointed out with hatred and men said that all who were so guilty came to some shameful end and an englishman who had sworn to give a faggot to her burning was stricken down as he saw a dove ascending from the flames and the name jesus written there and was borne off by his companions to a neighbouring tavern another englishman had declared her soul was in the hands of god and canon alepe an assessor was heard to say god grant that my soul may be where the soul of that woman is manchamp was so disturbed that he was terrified for a month and bought a missal with his clerk's pay that he might pray for her soul and that same afternoon the executioner had come to the dominican convent and told brother martin Lavenu that he feared much he should be damned for he had burned a saint never had he been so afraid at any burning he had cast her ashes into the seine but her heart 
that great heart that had held all france would not burn and forthwith he made his confession he had erred and repented of what he had done for he held her to be a good woman three scaffolds had been erected in the old market-place one for the lords lay and clerical one for the accused and her preacher for she must hear yet another exhortation one built high that all might see with the stake for her burning the executioner said this was cruelly done and placed her beyond his reach so that he could not shorten her suffering as was the custom upon the pyre was a great placard bearing the inscription jeanne self-styled the maid liar mischief-maker deceiver of the people diviner superstitious blasphemer of god presumptuous false to the faith of christ boaster idolater cruel dissolute invoker of devils apostate schismatic heretic nicolas midi preached the sermon that day from the text if one member suffer all the members suffer with it the square was filled to suffocation windows balconies roofs were crowded the great lords in steel and scarlet the prelates in rich robes pushed and jostled on their scaffold jeanne sat quietly through the sermon gazing out over the throng to the pure and lovely line of low hill in the street's vista looking her last on the france for which she died cochon read his sentence and recommended her to the council of martin ladvenu and e de la pierre who attended her then weeping the maid knelt in her last supplication she invoked her saints and all the company of heaven to aid her with devotion lamentation and true confession of faith very humbly she begged forgiveness of all men whether of her party or the other asking their prayers and pardoning the evil they had done her she begged the priests each to say a mass for her soul and again she declared that for what she had done good or bad she alone was to answer many wept with her beaufort and louis de luxembourg were greatly moved cochon shed tears he had good cause to weep english soldiers here and there laughed others shouted that time was passing how now priests would you have us dine here the crowd surged back and forth hustling the guards about the scaffold without formal sentence the bailiff hurriedly waved his hand to the executioner with the words do thy duty a paper mitre with the words heretic relapsed apostate idolater was set on her head and two sergeants of the king gave her over to the executioner Ladvenue and lapierre never left her to the end massieu stood at the foot of the scaffold she climbed the height to her last battleground with no more thought of fear than in the warfare of other days ayez bon courage sous sous 
footnote be of good courage on on end of footnote but this foe she met alone as she faced the city she sighed ah rouen i have great fear that you shall suffer for my death she asked for a cross and an englishman broke a stick and fashioned one which she kissed devoutly and slipped into her bosom next her heart they fetched a crucifix from the neighbouring church and she embraced it close and long until she was fastened to the stake hold it on high before me until the moment of death that the cross on which god is hanging may be continually before my eyes cochon and one of his men came to the foot of the scaffold and once more the terrible indictment rang out bishop i die by you if he had hoped in her extremity to hear an arraignment of king or lord or priest he got his desert she had for him only the just sentence of his own damnation as the executioner set the faggots alight she cried once for water holy water and as the flames ascended she bade brother isambar who always bore aloft the cross before her eyes to leave her lest he come to harm she called on saint michael and her saints my voices my voices they have never deceived me through the gate of fire she saw the paradise they had never ceased to promise as the flames wrapped her from the world she cried upon the holy name of jesus and again as her head drooped to her breast and once more with a loud voice jesus by a great victory had she been delivered End of section forty nine this recording is in the public domain